it was uh, amazing. And by the way, I, I listened to uh, Drug Beard in its entirety. Yeah. Totally glorious. Good shit. Nice, huh? Especially nice. like the middle part of Wall to Wall Satan. It's I liked what we like, listened to. That was good. Yeah, I mean everything we everything that was on that oh, yeah. episode. There was a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Veggie. And if um and I put a lot of that stuff on the website too. So Oh excellent. Well, it's um, good to be very, very good. Do we do the clinky first? Fuck no, or let's uh, it's been a while. This is Deep breath and begin. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast with zero anesthesia, and that's absolutely zero bullshit. No, it's 100% bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. 100%. We've got the Billiam. That's me. We've got the Russell. I'm here. We've got the Wheeler. And we've got Fire on the Mountain. The Clinky. The Clinky. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, Cheers, gents. Out with the bad spirits. Got to do three. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to get used to it. Yummy. I think it's called alcoholism. I think I'm starting to get used to it, too. Fire on the mountain. Uh, I don't even get hangovers anymore, really. My liver's so pissed off at me right now. <laughs> I was on vacation. Yeah. The day started typically since Sunday. No, Monday morning. This is a new a new segment we have here on Metal Nursery. No. It's Russell's Reflections. Yes. I was just going to let you let you know why my liver's pissed. Uh, 8.30 a.m. Uh, Bloody Mary's. 8.30 a.m.? Along with some coffee and Bailey's. Because you can't just have those don't really mix greatly, but I guess it does take the edge off. I can totally. And then you follow it up with uh, fucking uh, grapefruit juice. That's basically like hand cleaner. Yeah. Like you know when the pandemic first happened, you know everybody ran out of you know sanitizer because everybody was freaking out. (laughs) I just uh, just got vodka and citrus and mixed together and rubbed it on my mouth and swallowed it and mark the time and i uh, walked right into that anyway continue russell <laughs> I, I was just using this to lead into this week's uh, oh yeah fucking hey, i forgot episodes. to god damn it i'm all over the road here and also it's t- it's time for this episode's uh beer of the episode which is also russell's segment of the episode oh, that's your what episode one of them. Is still talking 138 episode 138's beer of the, of the episode. episode yeah, yeah. This all, right. all right today we went back to the pontoon brewing. Uh, they are located here in Sandy Springs, Georgia. And I got to tell you, I bought it because I knew that this topic would warrant a funny can. <laughs> a funny can. Yes, sir. It's called a good pairing, I think. A, an album cover yeah. of sorts. And I was looking for something that would match, the, you know. So yeah. it, it looks, I got to say, I already, I already popped mine because I was a little thirsty wow. and it's, it's not super early, but uh, it's quite tasty. This beer is called Average Joe's Oatmeal Cookie. It's an imperial brown ale. Um, it is registering in at a cool, don't even mention. Uh, I'm going to go yeah, high. 8% alcohol oh, yeah. by volume. Oh, by golly. It's like two of those other ones. And the album cover is pretty cool. It's like a orange and yellow checkerboard. And it has an oatmeal cookie with a bite out of it, but standing right in front of that oatmeal cookie appears to be what I would call a big brown beaver. Looks like that big brown beaver's been to the gym. Yeah. He's getting flexing. smashed one or the other on steroids. Backshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> backshadowing. Deep backshadowing. So uh, this uh, imperial brown ale includes the ingredients cinnamon, vanilla, vanilla, and lactose. 
Pontoon Brew has always got to put the lactose in. Yeah, there must be something about the the beerism to it. It's a good thing it doesn't crack shit. I don't know what does lactose do. Well, if you if you're lactose intolerant, you shit turds all day long, right? Uh, possibly or something. Yeah. Yes, roses. I don't know. That's a tasty yeah. beverage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does have that oatmeal, it is a that tasty beverage, oatmeal cookie flavor. Yeah, that goes well, pairs well with the fire on the mountain. It, it with tastes cinnamon. It does. It tastes like an oatmeal cookie. Kind of. It it's got that little bit of finish to it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got that stout. You can tell it's got a lot of alcohol. It's like as soon as you sip it, you're like, oh boy, I'm yeah, gonna be talking about better this one. It's got bourbon. <laughs> in it. I mean, maybe not, but there's a highly so, high probability. So hell's to you once again, pontoon brewing. Yeah, we'd love some T-shirts or uh, free beer. Free beer would money, be better, or, or, or maybe hashtag, even a, yeah. a positive review, or <laughs> uh, you know, a hashtag. <laughs> Sorry, it's a four out of five. I'm you not know, greedy. If you'd like to give us some feedback, uh, Pontoon Brewing, or anybody else listening, you can email us at metalnerdery at gmail dot com, or even better, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at nine eight zero six 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 eight one eight two. So, anyway, the story I was going to tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it compact, though. We, and now uh, let's go back to Russell's Reflections. <laughs> as we were pulling back into town last night, it was late. I'd been driving for, at this point, four and a half hours, starving. It's right? at least a six-pack, right? It was about 9 p.m. Uh, we roll up into the south side of Atlanta, Noonan, Georgia. And uh, I knew this exit has shit tons of restaurants, you know. And me and the wife and the daughter all arguing. Uh, sorry. I'm I've been sorry. eating fantastic seafood all week, which is my favorite. But time for trash. I just really want a slice of pizza, you know. But then nobody else wanted pizza. You know, MG wanted a hamburger. Mandy wanted some pasta. And I'm like, you know what? Applebee's. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That way when we walk in, we everybody can get something they want, you know. And uh, usually it's consistent, you know. So we go in, and this Applebee's is um, – it, it's heavily a bar at this time of night, nine <laughs> o'clock, much more bar so activity. than it is a restaurant. Yeah, they have the Touch Tunes jukebox, which I don't know if you guys know about this. There's an no. app on your phone, and you can put money on it and have credits, oh. and you can change the music without anybody seeing you. Right? Cool. So, so what you put it on Infinite Rain and Blood or something? <laughs> <laughs> He's leaning into it. Maybe. Mandy's got my daughter, eighteen. She's got a bad headache. We've been driving all day. She's not good in the car anyway. She kind of gets uh, motion Heart sickness. Sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we walk in. They are blasting. Fucking, when we walk in, it's Barry White. like, But a loud bass. you know. And then the next song is Marvin Gaye. And it's all Motown stuff. And it's good music, right? But it's so fucking loud that it's unenjoyable. Right. Right. It's almost like trying to overcompensate for the sound of the noise of the crowd of the bar. Right. And there weren't that many people there. Yeah. And it was... It might have been dinner. We wanted dinner. You know, the people sitting at the bar might have wanted, uh, you know. A party. Hey, what would you like to order? Spaghetti? No, I didn't go Slayer. That's what I told him G I was going to do. I was like, I'm doing doing Slayer. I'm doing Slipknot. Yeah, I'm going Slipknot. And she's like, no. She goes, um, Caucasian the hell out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wash. (laughs) First song. Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the oh, Heart. Oh, damn. Second song, Tom Petty, uh, Breakdown. Go ahead. And get it. <laughs> right. Third song, uh, where did I go? A oh, Queen, Somebody to Love. There Can anybody give me? And then Beatles. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was, it was all pleasurable. Right. But you know what? I will tell you one thing 
Nobody turned the volume down. I was hoping the bartender would turn the volume down yeah. because I was no longer playing the dance music. But loud music becomes much more tolerable when you actually like it. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, the total eclipse of the heart was driving me crazy. I was kind of mad at myself for that one. <laughs> but when the Tom Petty and the Beatles and all that came in, it just kind of it sets it turned yeah. it back into a dinner time restaurant. Kind of like the Ross version. Yeah. Should have put on like Floyd or something. Right, yeah. that would have been good. Um, and when we were leaving, I really thought about programming in like Rain and Blood and, and all that. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Nobody turned my shit down. Nobody yeah. said a word. Yeah. So you know what? We got to have our pleasant little dinner time music, and we left. And you should have won the game. Since I'll you had an hour, you should have put in Sleep Dope Smoker and just let the whole thing play Dude, for like an hour. The best thing about this app, my wife used to work for this cunt. I mean, I'm telling you, and I don't use that word a lot. I this use w- it every day, at I least know once. You do, but this woman <laughs> was a fucking cunt. Who ran a whoa, whoa, whoa. Quick clarity. C, K, or Q, cunt? Q. Oh, okay. <laughs> Defcon 3, cunt. Okay. Defcon 3. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Just making sure. Anyway, continue. She ran a bar over by the lake, and uh, like her least favorite song in the fucking world was um, uh, Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. <laughs> like, she would uh, turn a jukebox off, or she had the ability to switch the song. Yeah. Well, sometimes when MG would be working there, I could be at the house. <laughs> I know where this is going. And I'd play MG a couple songs I knew she'd like, and she knew it was me. It was kind of like almost a love note, you know, passed in class kind of thing. P.S. Yeah. And then I would put in like Puck Cherry Crazy Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I know she was going to turn it off, so I'd give it like a couple other songs, Mm -hmm. you know. And do it again. And then I'd do it again. (laughs) I would have just done like infinite repeat of that because then it'd be like. Okay, go ahead and turn it off. She'll plug it back in like 20 minutes later, still playing. Yeah, was, That's great. That's probably I was the, just sitting at home going, hey, 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 rubbing my hands together. Right. Yeah. But you know what? It's possible that maybe she's a cucumber because she's severely repressed, perhaps. Like maybe she really wants to listen to Metal Nerdy Podcast and unload. That could be it. I, honestly, laugh. she needs some Metal Nerdy. Maybe she needs life. some anal. I don't know. I mean, no, I doubt. You guys no, she probably got plenty her. of that, but. I mean, you know, <coughs> if she's into it. Um, so, so um, did we have any? Uh, oh yeah, speaking of the voice, I just did the fucking number. You did. Damn, I did do the fucking and number. Then you walked right on top of it and just strolled on past. Kind of, and well, went Russell on was still. The next time. Sorry, Russell, I was Russell was still reflecting. Yeah, the ADD meds have kicked That's in, right. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. Uh, so do we have? This is the voicemail segment, by the way. Do uh, we have any voicemails? As a matter of fucking fact, indeedly, we do. Excellent. All right. I was going to say, hopefully you wouldn't lead up to that and then say, no. <laughs> no I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Bummer. All right. And go. Well, well, well. I just want to let you fuckers know that your little impression of me was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bravo. I really thought I was listening to a middle-aged version of myself. (laughs) What's up with your voice? Dude, I would smother my own kids to have a voice like that. Did you ever think about getting into radio? Like, was that ever even something that was on your radar? Is he talking to me? Yes, he said Russ. I think I laughed over it. I've been asked that before. Anyway, hope you guys got some more um, stoner metal coming down the old pipeline. Till the next. Thank Til you for next. that, Piss and Post. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Piss and Post. I Indeed. actually, 
I was asked that a few times in my life, and I think the problem is is um, the voice is there. It's just the lack of talent that, that kept <laughs> me from gotta, that industry. you got to channel and, and work at it. But the face is definitely there. Thank you, you Pissing Post. For Appreciate that, brother. Indeed. Thank you, Pissing Post. Indeed. All righty. I think we're we'll see if we got all the segments. Oh, no, no, no. We got, fuck, we got another we'll new play segment. Your shit, yeah. Brother. Didn't we have a jingle? Yeah, we do. And I think... On the last episode, I think it kind of synced up, but I'm like, again. Well, there was a couple I did. Yeah, the second one kind of synced up. It kind of did sync it up. It was a little more second. better than the one that sounded like, you know. Well, then just play that one again show. and we'll. Yeah. Metal Nerdery will play your shit. I don't know if it's going to be in time or not, if you're going to have to, like, yeah. produce it and you know, know. get Bob Rock in here. He can probably do it. That but. sounded a little G-A-Y, but. Little. Other than that, it was not great. that there's anything wrong. Say with goblin it. cock in here. Let's get Bob Rock in here. Bill, get a fucking oh, hearing aid. Yeah, sorry. but we do. We love goblin cock. At least Matt does. Mark the time. There we go. <laughs> and uh, Russell, how about uh, you get into? All right. So what we're into this? What we've been talking about the last few episodes. If you've been listening, you crazy fucks. Uh, we're asking you, the listener, the viewer, the patron, you to guys. send us your music. Uh, if you have friends that are in a band, if you know somebody that's in a band, your grandpa, uncle, whatever. Um, it's the best band you've ever heard in your life. In just life. send it to us because what we want to do is we want to play your shit. And um, what we're asking our listeners to do is to review your shit. So we're going to give the song some playing time here on our uh, on our number two podcast in the world. Yeah. And Sorry, Rogan's number one, but yeah. we're right behind him. Yeah. And the Metallica's number three. Anyway, keep going. And um, they're number four. We're asking the <laughs> asking the listeners to use our handy dandy uh, voicemail number or our emails or our whatever the fuck, however you want to get in touch with us. But let us know what you think about the band and the song that we play from that band. And leave us a burp if you want to too. On this, yeah, you <laughs> yes, can. Please. Yeah, please. That'd be great on uh, this episode. So uh, we'll play your reviews uh, on on our show. And it looks like uh, we've got a band here. Yes. Guessing it might be called... Which one were we doing? Uh, Bloodrunner? All right, so Bloodrunner sent us this song. person's name is Neil. Neil Rodriguez. Oh, I didn't put where they're from on here, did I? No. Well, the band's called Bloodrunner. It's uh, Neil with an A, by the way. Yeah, Not the, the logo is sick. It kind of... Their band logo... Very 80s-ish. Yeah, very old school. I would call them a like Newstom Notham? Or Newstom. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cool looking cover. The song's called Wasting Away. and um, Not in Margaritaville. No. Okay. No, not at all. No flip flops, no pop tops. <laughs> and Bloodville. Yes. Let's give it a, let's yeah. give it a little. The killer opener. Was it Wasting Away? Yes, yes sir. sir. A blood runner. <laughs> let's go.
Russell. How do you think it's going to be? Her breakdown. That's got to be soon. I'm thinking of... Uh, Almost reminds me of Sacred Reich. Yeah. They're from uh, the Midwest. We're from South America. Because uh, Georgia's in South America. Yep. South America. Don't so, entertain her. Very thrash. Very 80s thrash. Yeah. That uh, element's almost of like overkill in a way and a little sacred right even. Yeah. Which is tangentially related to what's coming up soon. The bass uh, solo kind of threw me off. That, that was, was cool. cool. That was cool. Yeah. Different. So if you'd like to... Uh, let us know your feedback. It's Bloodrunner wasting away. You can email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 980-666-8182. And uh, go check them out on Bandcamp. Yeah. Dot com. Word. Dot com. Or, or officialbloodrunner.bandcamp.com. So Matthew. Yeah. Ask this with all enthusiasm and excitement. Uh-oh. What's on the docket today? Uh, well, we're talking about, it's almost, I don't even know if it goes into metal or if it goes into just like a weird three-dimensional bizarro thing of metal, but Primus. Yeah. There's I definitely know. tangentiality there, but Primus is so weird. It's almost like their weirdness is what makes them metal. I agree with that. Yeah. There are, there are plenty of moments in me, of metal in Primus oh, music. Oh, indeed. Yeah. And if you've never been to a Primus concert, uh, you're, you're missing, missing out. out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, I've never been, so I guess I'm totally missing out. Uh, you're missing out. Uh, <laughs> I have good. seen some insane pits yeah. at a Primus concert, yeah. and yeah. it's so weird, but it makes sense when you see it. Yeah, it's just such good music, you know. Well, they still got the energy. I mean, they got that intensity. Intensity. Right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird how we, because we were all serious thrashheads when all this came out, and all of a sudden Primus comes out. Oh yeah, this is fucking killer. You yeah, know? yeah. which is w- odd. You know, yeah. I don't know how that mixed, but it mixed. I think because it was fun. It still had, you know, because the first thing I heard from it was probably uh, John the Fisherman, I think, from Frizzle Fry. And sure. I was like, okay, that's weird. And I might have seen it on Headbangers Ball even. That's where they just slopped everything. That Well, it's not pop music. Let's just put it on this. Everybody will like it, whatever. Right. And so that was kind of, you know, like Jerry was a race car driver. You'd see that on Headbangers Ball. And it's right. like, is that really... But then, like, you'd have, like, the breakdowns and shit that were heavy as fuck. I'm like, okay, that's kind of metal. It's yeah. it's the sound, you know. Uh, and energy. It's yeah. angsty. It's got that angsty, ugly sound. The way the drums and the bass went together, and then, you know, Larry Lalonde would put in those heavy 
chunky guitar crunches but his solos were so off the wall it was you know well i didn't even realize that because i think at one point he was in uh possessed a founding member of possessed and of course they were i think labeled as one of the first one death of the very bands. first death metal bands yeah, yeah. so i mean it's yeah. like to hear that he came from that and then went to primus it's like okay there's some metal cred there but and then your drummer tim uh alexander herb herb yeah my own herb wonder if it's He's played with Keenard Mainen. Um, Keenard Mainen Tulin? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Keenard Mainen Tulin. Well, I mean, you know, he played in a perfect circle, played in um, Pussifer. Pussifer. But he was in that, I guess that was the Berkeley group of musicians. He was always kind of a studio guy. And, you know, you might even say it was partly a subgenre. Subgenre. Yeah, you might say. Of that. metal. Words fucking genre, but. Anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna we're just gonna blow past by that review from earlier. We're we gonna wait and do that later as a, as a like a ghost track. Oh, uh, we can do the review. Yeah, uh, well, just to give people want. some you know perspective because I was leading up to it. I thought we were going into it, and all of a sudden we just dove into this with no lube whatsoever. I was like, oh shit, I wasn't ready for that. All right, well, we do have a review. Yeah, we do have a review. Stunning, stellar. It's amazing. Actually, it's, it's uh, so quite honest. Yeah, it was actually yeah, it, it, this was actually a a, a reasonable pretty review. spot on. Yeah, yeah, spot on, and and there's there's reasons for why it was like that. But, yeah, but still, but it was so, still it's it's fair. Yeah. So uh, we'll it's go with, from Kelly. It's from Kelly. The title is one of the worst. That's thank right. Thank you. And this doesn't deserve you know a fuck bag reading because it was actually objective. And thank you, Kelly, for your feedback. And there's a reason for this. I tuned in to hear the Sacred Reich episode. First, they didn't talk about the band until 24 minutes in. Because yeah, we yeah. have diarrhea at the mouth. Kinda, that's kind of how it works. Relax. <laughs> likes to touch. run his fucking yap. Yeah, and that <laughs> happens. Then once they started on the main topic, they all sounded very unprepared, like they were reading a bio of the band as they were doing the show. The cocaine had worn off. Yeah, totally. We crashed at like 8.30, I think, and we started the recording in the lounge at 9, and it was, it was rough. Safe to say I won't be tuning in again. Hope this isn't their day job. Well, Kelly, I'm sorry. It is not Sorry you were disappointed. I yeah. would like for you to tune in again, yeah. Kelly, because yeah, if give you us understood another shot. the gist of the bullshit. There's a lot of, there's 130 some odd episodes that you've missed leading up to this. So, and that was early in the morning and, you know, the coke was wearing off. We were all kind of about to nod off and... You know, we had to have, you know, Will Smith on deck to keep us awake just to get through it because it was smack us. Yeah. I mean, he'd smack us whenever, you know, and then I'd start to say something and he'd say, you know, <laughs> keep my mouth's bush, keep my mouth's bush, keep my wife's bush out of your mouth or whatever it was. He said. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he, he said something like that. Honestly, thank you for that review. Anyway, Kelly, that, you, Kelly. That, that was, was honest. Fair. It wasn't just you being an asshole. Yeah, it wasn't you being, I mean, if, if, if it would have been a fuck bag worthy review out of. Kelly would have been fuck bag, but no, Kelly's was, not a fuck bag. That was an honest review. That was right? honest. That was and integrity. It, and I honestly agree with you. So Yeah, and that's why we should never, ever, we should always make sure we have enough coke to get us or through Molly. the full episode. Or Molly. I've never done Molly. Well, that's not totally true. Liar. I mean, it is and it isn't. But anyway, thank you, Kelly, for your review. And now, back to the show. Okay, so, Primus. Um, yes. What was your first re- uh, exposure but the first exposure I ever had to Primus was, it had to be, uh, Jerry was a race car driver video. On the ball? Yeah. Yeah. It was on the, the first album? No, that was their second album. I know, but it wasn't your first encounter, was it? I think my first, first encounter was that video. Jerry, really? Yeah. On the ball? Because I remember, I love the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and uh, Bill Mosley, who played 
Um, Leatherface? No. He played Leatherface's brother in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, but he's also Devil Rejects. He's uh, the like a Otis. He's Otis. Brother Leatherface. <laughs> he played Otis. The same guy played Otis and Devil's Reject played uh, Leatherface's brother in the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Okay. And there's a whole scene where uh, Leatherface is chasing down the, the femme fatale, whatever. Sure. And you Bitch, you're going to die. <laughs> But the line is, dog will hunt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they take that from that movie. And yeah. I'm sitting there watching this video, and I'm not really sure what the fuck I'm watching because you got this crazy bass line yeah. going and the music. And the, and then when I hear that scene, I'm like, okay, that's just really cool. They threw that in the middle of this song. And, yeah. The heavy part. Well, even yeah. that heavy, the damn, damn. I mean, that's when you're like, okay, that's metal. And I bought yeah. the cassette, like, yeah. right after I heard it. I had sure. to have the rest of the cassette. And then I heard Tommy the Cat and, you know. Like, here come the bastards. And, yeah. Or, was that on that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was on that one. Yeah, I mean, just everything on there. And I'm like, I don't know what you classify this music as. But I like it. But I want more of it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That whole album was. Yeah, stellar. Yeah. And then I went and bought the first album. Yep. Uh, which is another good one. Frizzle, Frizzle Fry? Frizzle yep. Fry, yeah. yeah. Yep. What was your first exposure, yeah. William? I can't remember if it was the Frizzle or Fizzle. Or if it was the the cheese. The cheese. I almost wonder back. I'm trying to it, think back in my autistic memory. I guess memory. it might have been the cheese. But I wonder if they yeah, started with that, that and then went back and played John the Fisherman. Because that one was kind of a... Oh, that great. song is actually a longer song. But I think they song, trimmed yeah. it up for MTV. Yeah. They yeah. trimmed it. So, but I, I think my first exposure was Jerry. And then I think we went back to... And then... Went back to John. I I, somehow, they ended up on the MTV uh, Spring Break... <laughs> You're gonna need a lot of peyote for that one. City, huh? And you know, we used to go to Spring right. Break, Panama City, right. and uh, But you know, MTV was a big part of my life back then. Sure. Yeah. And then they had the whole Spring Break week or weekend. Yeah. And Primus is playing, and I mean, right after like LL Cool J or some shit yeah. like that. You know, like it was the weirdest thing. But they're playing. And doing it and doing it and Jerry was a race car driver right and they played it live and when you saw it live and oh, you saw yeah. what the crowd did yeah. while they were yeah. playing it was like yeah. that's the shit yeah you know what I just I realized I would love to have been in that crowd oh, yeah, you just yeah. Russell just made a great point you was talking about the whole one MTV because MTV was like music videos and then it started right. getting into like fun stuff like spring break and stuff yeah. and then shortly after that it became you know oh my shit. teenage pregnancy or my right. teenage abortion whatever the show was right. and it's, it's funny show. that it came after like all the party stuff, you know, it's like, oh, you got all the hedonistic, orgiistic stuff happening at the beach. And <laughs> fast forward a, a couple of years, and now it's, oh, I'm 16 and fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny to me. It's an observation. I think, I think they did the Woodstock too. Yeah. The 94 big, Woodstock. I think yeah. they did. That was a big yeah. one. Yeah. Big production. Yeah. That was a big one. Worked the time. It was a big one. Oh boy. Grande. You know, I think uh, the Primus oh, just no. re released, not re released, they released a brand new tune, and I've not heard it. Corna perennia or something. Yeah. Kind yeah. of perennia. Just for fun, can we kind of start at the, the end pulp and go to the beginning? and start sure. there and yeah. go back? I've heard it a couple of times. It's uh I actually what's your feedback? It yet, so. It's uh, it's good. It's it's good primus. It's a really long song and it has um it's, it kind of has a soft intro. Yeah. Which a lot of their songs do. But is there like a it's good, juicy though. part that you found that you're like that's it's, the it, loin? Sorry, I'm the best part, I mean. <laughs> of time. Um, it kind of repeats, you know, okay. but it's good. Now, do they have a new album in the works? Or I guess they do if they've got... If they're releasing a, a single. Like, That's true, yeah. 
probably. Well, I saw it in passing. I just didn't dig into it. And, you know, oh, wait, we just missed them coming uh, a few months oh, ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was for the, um, the uh, Rush tour. Rush, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Farewell to Kings. Yeah. Yes. I got it right here. Oh, well, alrighty then. Conspiranoid. That's the album. That's the song. <laughs> 19 minutes? Yeah. Wow. No, 11 minutes. Oh. Well, the song is Conspiranoia. So the album's Conspiranoid. Ah, interesting. That's a weird-ass album cover, too. Man. Oh wow. Them fingers is working. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so cool, man. Reminds me like Robin Trower meets Primus. Robin Trower meets Les Claypool. That's really cool. <laughs> Relaxers are a requirement for this song, I'm for thinking. Sure. Sounds like a fart. <laughs> like a wet fart. <laughs> such a weird baseline yeah. to go into the next part like that. I like you. Yeah. That's this really is, cool, This man. is perfect, too, because it's yeah. like, I've told you before about my uh, Russell, enough I mentioned it to you. I used to, whenever I would get like total band bone and I'd be like, it'd be like a project band thing. Right. So like if I only had like, like I've got Primus-wise, I've got Sailing the Seas of Cheese on CD, and that's it. Oh, that's it? So it's like, oh, after doing you. this, I might be going out. This might be my next project band, and I might just go buy the whole fucking Primus yeah, catalog. I tell you, I have up to either, I think it's Andy Pop, which, you know, which I, I don't remember which yeah, one. We'll, that's we'll find like out once we get into the chronology, yeah. But I mean, there's not a bad one. Yeah, I mean, I've never yeah. heard anything from Primus I did not like. Right. That's, that's the one thing about Primus. Even... Even if it's not like one of their greatest songs, eh, it's still kind of cool because it's Primus. Kind of like Sabbath in a way. Not mm-hmm. to put them in the same boat necessarily, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and they're really good live. Yeah. I mean, it's. I bet that's a trip to see them live. I mean, the actually, when I saw them live, Buckethead showed up. 
I don't for know real? if that's a normal Oz thing Fest. for them. It was Ozfest? No, it was at the Tabernacle. Yeah, he, oh, he shows up occasionally. I, when I saw him at Ozfest, uh, one of the Black Sabbath Ozfest, uh, Bucket had played with him that yeah. night. It was really cool. They oh, were wow. a four-piece instead of a three-piece. That would be cool to see. You probably yeah. get to see a rare piece of history. Yeah, so I know the first album was Frazil Fry, which was, what, 1990? Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Now, interesting... <laughs> Uh, Sorry, we've got uh, improvements going on in our uh, 33rd studio. floor inverted underground Buckerpoon studio lounge next door. They're working on it. So <laughs> we have a legion of workers outside yeah. making our uh, making our studio beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <clears throat> One day we'll have a tour. Well, you know, it's a brand new studio, but we saw a couple little cracks in the paint. <laughs> yeah. And we don't pay for shit that's not done right. So I don't it's pay like, for shit work. That's yeah, right. Uh, that's right. Got a good Actually, I don't pay it. for shit. Bill's paying for all this. So. <laughs> <laughs> so well, a uh, little, little brief history of the band. Uh, Les Claypool was a music phenom, like Prodigy Child. Uh, found a couple other guys that would play with him. Uh, their first band name was Primate. Hmm. And uh, it w- consisted of him, a guitar player, and a drum machine. Which is, right? wow. Yeah, well, they couldn't find a drummer that wanted to play with him because right. his shit was so weird. Oh, man, your shit's too weird. Yeah. And uh, I want to say that was in the late 80s. Like those those are the ones I go immediately after. It's like, if their shit's weird, okay, you've got my interest. Right. And uh, anyway, they were called the Primates. But then they had to lose that name because somebody else was already called the Primates. Oh, yeah. There it is right there. Yeah. Yeah. About a month. There you go. Yeah, Les Claypool, he even just has that presence that just kind of strikes a well, kind of an off chord, you know, a little little off the... You know, he tried out for... Uh, Metallica? Yeah, I after Cliff. Yeah. After Cliff. Which that would have been... I'm sure he could have totally crushed it musically, but vibe-wise, it would have not worked. Yeah, they were like, uh, you, you go do your own thing, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> what James said. Yeah. Well, that's when you know. It's like, all right, you're more fitted to do this than right. this. So that's yeah. cool. And, uh, How about a little... Uh, and uh, Kurt Hammett was in the one of their videos, right? For Oh, shit. Oh, for... Uh, too many puppies. Sorry, I realize this makes it sound like we're really unprepared. We're just reading reading a biography oh, or yeah, something. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry to be a fuckface, ASMR. How about a little... Uh, did y'all ever see the video for John the Fisherman? Uh, no. Yeah, I think I did. I've listened it's to the song about I know it's abbreviated. I think it's... A million times, I think it's but I've never seen the video. I think it's longish, but uh, the video is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about this because there's so much shit that I haven't heard. Like, I'm sure there's a few that I've heard that are kind of, I guess, primus hits, if you want to call them Well, that. we're going inside the metal, Matthew. Yeah, so we, we are can, going inside the metal. Yeah, we can play them. That's true. However you would like. What's sad, at one point I had pork soda and miscellaneous debris, and for whatever reason, back in the days of CDs when you could, like, trade them in and, like, swap them and get other CDs, right? I got I got rid of those and got something else, so... Oh. So at least it might have been Slayer. So maybe it was a, a, you know, a good turn around, a good turn. But I can't remember what yeah, I exchanged uh, them for. I bought Sailing the Seas first on cassette. I Dude, I that. bought that on CD. Remember in the long box? Yeah, the long box. Right. And then, which is my ex girlfriend's name? Long then I box. bought Frizzle Fry. 
And I actually had a really hard time picking out which one I like best. Really? John the Fisherman and Too Many Puppies were just amazing songs. Yeah. Too right? Many Puppies. And every, I mean, everything else. What, which one was Spaghetti Western song? Was that Frizzle Fryer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I like that album Frizzle overall. Fryer. But there were maybe two or three songs on Sing on the Seas that are just like dominant songs, like really, really, really True. good fucking songs. Then Pork Soda was after that, right? Yeah. And that it's like one, My Name is Mud, like the whole, yeah. that, that's heavy as shit. And then Winona was on Tales from the Punch Bowl. Was See, that? I fell off kind of, that was right after Pork Soda. But yeah, after Pork Soda, I was kind of out of the, out of the primus at that point. And it's not even that they, I guess I just kind of, I don't know if it was just a period for me that just didn't, you know, just wasn't, wasn't my thing, but it's just sometimes you just sort of fall out with And they did that whole self-deprivating thing, like um, Typo, where the, the crowd would scream, Primus sucks, Primus. Oh, yeah. And they had shirts that said Primus sucks. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that their uh, domain name at one point? <laughs> it might have been, yeah. PrimusSucks.com. Yeah. It was wrong with the John the Fisherman thing. His drum sound. Yeah. Fuzz. This is almost kind of stubborn metal-ish a bit. He's got a whammy bar. (laughs) On a boat. And that is on the boat, by the way. (laughs) That's fucking aggressive as shit. about Les Claypool. You know it's Les yeah. Claypool. I oh, just yeah. know 100%. it's Les Claypool. Yeah. He makes it look so easy, too. And no other bass player ever sounded yeah. like that. Nobody's ever sounded like that. You can have the best slap bass players in the world. They don't sound like <laughs> I know he's always had a unique aesthetic and look, but I gotta say on that video... With the Mike Muir... Uh, gangster no, gonna, button all the way up. No, I was gonna go with the, the, the porn... With the... Porn stash. Kitty porn stash. It was kind of like, ooh, that's a little creepy-ish a little bit. I was kind of like, okay, he's probably got children locked in his basement somewhere. I I think it's kind of weird. I think it's great. It's funny. I mean, it suits him, but it's like anybody else in public, if they had that, you'd be like, they're on a list somewhere. I like the suicidal tendies. 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 Buttoned up all the way. Fucking uh, uh, flannel. Gangsta. Gangsta. 
What What are some other good ones off the frizzle? Uh, everything. Everything. So yeah. that, you think that's one Spaghetti we should Western. dive on at some point? So, Too many poppies, obviously. I'm not uh, sure yeah. if I'm familiar with that. I yeah, saw the video for John, but that was it. Yeah, we need to oh, do Sa- it. Oh, Satheting Willoughby. That's a good one. I mean, we, we need to do a dive on Harold on the Rocks. Oh, that's heavy, right? Isn't that one heavy? Uh, that's news to me. I can't remember. Play uh, 11 and 12. Well, Too Many Puppies is one that's kind of like a... Is that like like a hit? Yeah, everybody like, knows yeah. that one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, everybody but me, obviously, but... yeah. I'm good. I'm good with that. Like when they close out a show, it's, it's it, gonna at be least too many puppies. I've, uh, I've seen them twice, and each time they said, "Do you want to hear too many puppies, or do you want to hear Jerry?" Okay. And the crowd decides. So why really? so that's they won't play like, both? Oh, I'd be mad. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so wait, is that like, so? Like, is too many puppies like their raining blood kind of? It's close in a way. Yeah. It's close. Or is it yeah. like their inner Sandman? Or both it's not their inner Sandman. It's not their Stop Sandman. it. Wait, is, it, is Jerry their inner Sandman? There is no inner Sandman <laughs> in Primus. <laughs> so what are you saying? There's no black album for Primus? Boo. No. Well. There's not a black album for Primus. As a matter of fact, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> there I is. to be a fish. Yeah, and I'm going to have that in my head forever. Let's see. God bless Les Claypool for a killer, killer hook. The dude's got great hooks. You got to admit that. Oh, yeah. Because when you hear a fucking Primus song, you do not forget it easily. No. Because I remember that chorus as a kid. I was like, I want to be a fisherman. Oh, yeah. God, actually, 11, 12, and 13 are all fucking amazing. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is going to be a three and a half hour. uh, I think it is. Three and a half hour episode, maybe. And that's cool because that way it'll give us time to, you know, wake up and kind of get in the groove and be able to really, you know, focus and act like we're not just reading stuff off the screen and, you know. You got to prove Sorry. your love to me. Kelly's probably listening. Like she's not listening, but yeah. I just had to acknowledge Get it. She's probably thinking, "Ah, oh, they sound like they don't have any energy." It's like, no, it's just a we, we got plenty of coke yeah. now, so it's cool. Original coke. It was of the rocks. Bring a friend. His name is Harold. That's cool. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, so you should. Which one? Other one? Well, either too many puppies or... I feel like I need to hear too many puppies since okay. everybody on the planet, apparently, except me, has heard that song. Have you not heard that song? You know what? I think it's going to be one of those sure. things where gonna I, go, I'm going to yeah, hear it, and then I'm going to be like, fucking I heard that, like, what, forever ago. Oh, this one does get heavy, that conk, conk, yeah. conk. I don't know if I've heard this. Uh. You can feel the building. Ooh. 
fucking heavy. Yeah. Instrument. It kind of is. In a weird way. It's very comic book. It's very animated. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely fun. It's like, I don't think you can listen to that and not smile a yeah. little bit. That's yeah. a good thing about Primus. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, you could do that even without relaxers. Like most music, you have to like have a lot of relaxers to really, gr- but Primus, you can just put this on and it's like, kind of, you kind of cut up a little bit. You yeah. know, you ride mm-hmm. in the car, get a grin. It's mm-hmm. kind of a heavier slash stonier version of the president's. Mm. You know, yeah, I could see that. I didn't think yeah. about that. So instead of here's here's a thought. So instead of stoner metal, would that almost kind of fit into like like weird psychedelic relaxer metal sort of? Oh, they're definitely. There's no way he's 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 not a sober guy. He can't be. No, or maybe he's like naturally. It's like no, no, my it's whole existence is up. like on LSD all the time. Okay, it could be. Yeah. Which I mean, that'd be a great existence. Now, to this have. is the one that I heard first. Seas of the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, either Jerry or Tommy was the first thing I heard. Jerry was Jerry the first was the race car driver. Was the, the first video, video I saw. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw that video. I know there was a video. I think for Tommy the Cat, and I think at one point, I believe Tommy the Cat was on the. I used the to Bill be able and to recite. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the it second was. one with the Grim Reaper. They were there. Yeah, they were playing. Go to hell. Yeah, they were, they played right before the Wild Stallions, didn't they? Ah, uh, was Primus on stage. Yeah, but I do remember they're on the soundtrack. I think they were on stage before. Uh, uh, I didn't see the movie. Yeah. Oh, you mainly because I thought it was below Keanu's acting ability. Did you ever see The River's Edge? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's got a killer soundtrack. I believe Captain Sin is on that soundtrack. If I'm uh, Dennis Hopper and Keanu Reeves and Chris. Schlater, Schlonger, Schlater, Schlater, Schlonger, McFly's dad. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Christian Glover, McFly, Crispin, Crispin, Crispy Glover, yeah. Crispy Balls, McGlover. Don't con me. All right, Crispy Balls, McFly. That's now it. If. Uh, you got to play the killer opener just because it's the killer opener. Actually, just play this whole fucking album. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go. I'm gonna go Frost. Play the album. We'll be good. Okay, I got. I got to hear uh, six or seven. I got to hear either one of those. Is it like God? They're all hey, so good. My socks and shoes always match. Oh, they went back to Savington. Yeah, that was the reference. That's why when I saw it on the other one, I was like, I yeah. okay. Oh, they got a second. Okay, the Fish on Chronicles or the Fisherman Chronicles chapter two was. It's a, good. It's that not was as the good. Elongated yeah. version. Fish yeah. on. Fish on. Um, Those damn blue color tweakers. Almost. <sighs> Give us some Jerry. Come on, yeah, man. Fire up, some Jerry. Fire it up. Yeah, we got to hear some Jerry. Because that was my introduction. Fire it up, man. 
that was my introduction to the Primus. Uh, yeah, and you in the video, you see that video. It's like, oh shit, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I'm down. I'm good with this. Wonder if Jerry and John knew each other. They had to. They're just average Joes. Nachos. Oh yeah. <laughs> Check out that video. Gross. Steamy. <laughs> Steamy. Diving. That's probably also what made it metal. Stage diving. Yeah. Uh, and then the next part. Oh, yeah. Go! Good stuff. Wait for it. Dog will hunt. <laughs> that is so fucking rad. That's it is. Stuff. It is so good. And yeah, the funny thing about it is, even the guitar in that, the heaviest thing in that was the bass. Because right. obviously it's his band. He is the front. I mean, it's his. Yeah. He's the Dave Mustaine of Primus. So, I mean, it's like he, he's got to be louder. I get it. Right. But it's like his bass presence is so fucking heavy. It's almost like you could have taken the guitar out. Probably wouldn't have noticed a difference. No. Like, it still would sound aggressive right. and heavy as fuck right. with the distorted bass and now, stuff. Now, Larry Lalonde's little jazz musings during the whole time is yeah. really cool. It's, and, and it's it cool. And it fills but, it in. Well, here's what's so cool about it, because his playing on this is extremely loose. Yeah. But, like, Tim and... God damn it, what's his name? Les. Yeah. Sorry, his early morning, I'm not prepared yet. But anyway... <laughs> they're so tight together. I mean, as a rhythm section, it almost allows him to kind of breathe and open up and just do weird shit on the guitar. And it makes it, it's like, they're so locked in as a rhythm section. It lets the guitar just kind of do right. whatever, like jazz in a way. Right. And Tim Alexander Herb, um, Herb. he's another one of those drummers. That's, you know who it is when you hear it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, just a very tight, precise sound. I mean, yeah. Cause some drummers are loose. You know, some drummers are loose in the bottom. But I mean, he's got a really fucking it's crisp. It's, it's very really everything crisp. about it's very crisp, but very yeah. tight and yeah, yeah. 
like a pocket pussy made out of cornflakes, you know, just very crisp and very tight. Exactly. That's so, what I was, I was thinking. That's more like a How thin, crisp pizza pussy. It's like you're reading my mind over there. Thin, crisp pizza pussy. That's what I want. That's, that's going to be my new uh, fucking side metal. Side metal. But fuck, it's a new genre. Side metal. <sighs> the word is genre. By the way, the song 11, uh, for fun fact, I don't know if you want to play that one or is it luck? I'm good with either. 11, I think, is in like an 11 4, 11 8 time signature. Because right. I was like, why the fuck did they call it that? If you listen to it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. As I'm counting that, you can hear it. That's too much math, sir. Uh-oh. You can come in. The door can enter. Uh-huh. Entering 33rd floor inverted under Grand Bunker Boone Studios. It's you can do it. The Doro. Oh, great. Yay, round of applause. That's what Matt needs. Cool. All right. <laughs> oh, ASMR <laughs> Thank you, Doro. All right. We got some Easy. ASMR porn. Yay. Hey, Doro, thanks for bringing the popcorn. <laughs> and we have popcorn ASMR on deck. Anyway, just a fun fact, because I thought about that. I was like, why the fuck is it called 11? And then I listened to it. I was like, son of a bitch. Is it is it luck? They played this live. If they played this live, that they would do be mind-boggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how do I you mean, do that and sing, and sing at the same time? At different timing, yeah. It's that leg kick he does. That leg kick keeps him. That's <laughs> time, probably. That's his yeah. metronome, yeah. That's, okay. his, that's his vocal metronome, though. That's what I think, I swear, it keeps him going. I've sat there and watched him do that shit on stage. I'm like, there's a reason why he's doing that. I mean, but it makes sense now in context because it's like, I would have thought this would have been one of those uh, studio-only songs, man. It's like, the next part is what I think really displays how versatile his voice is in terms of as an instrument. Yeah. Uh, When you look at their catalog, they don't have like a thousand albums to pick from, you know. Even after 30-something years, they still only have, or nearly 40 years, but they still only have about eight albums, I think. So it's not like they're picking from 20 records, two songs each or whatever. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, uh, Billy, and we have another uh, one of these. Not my mind, so I show my dictionary. I show the words that I get. Math, what does I want to know? How to look quick, just so I can be one of my mind down to it. But she wasn't impressed. No, 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 no
<laughs> she whispered in my ear. She said, What'd she say? Do you want to get lucky, little boy? <laughs> well, I smiled. I smiled, and I said, Again, cannot. Ooh, I just cracked open another one. Russell, are you uh, ready for number two yet? Still got a few albums to go, my brother. Better get a. <laughs> come on, you've been training for this all week, dude. Yeah, you've been, sure. That's all you've been doing all week. Taught me training. into it. Twist. <laughs> yeah, uh, Russell's been out there doing. Uh, he's been doing some uh, words work. Well, it's a work trip, yeah, kind of. So, I mean, it's like you were training. No, I said it was the Lord's work. Oh, it was the Lord's work as well, but I'm saying. I was saying, living fruitful. and Yeah, but I'm, but also saying that you were training for today. Yeah. So, you know, we're much more relaxer than we were on the Sacred Rock episode. So, I mean, True we're that. really, we're, you know, well, well better off. Yeah, I like, I like the sailing. The pork soda. When I heard My Name is Mud, I was like, holy shit, that's really... It seemed like it was darker and heavier somehow it than was. Sailing the Seas. It like, definitely was. Seas of Cheese was kind of like happy and kind of, ah, oh, fine. And then you get to this one and it's kind of like, Ugh. I kind of wonder what darker. happened on this one. Like, I didn't dislike Heroin, it, but maybe. it was totally no, different. I don't think I don't you've ever. No, I don't, I don't, I'm kidding. I'm totally. The production is even even better. Thicker, too. yeah. yeah. It's oh, it's really good yeah. production, but it, it almost got. 90, was it 93? Does this fall into that category of being panned by critics? Meaning critics were like, oh, whatever, it's Primus. I Meaning think this was awesome more of him going like more fuck you. Like I would say Sailing the Seas was probably their most poppy album they had as far as hits. Maybe, but it was still Primus though. I mean, it's not like it was yeah. not Primus, if that makes sense. Well, they've never done anything mainstream. I mean, they've always stayed in the weird, yeah, which right. that's what makes them them. But Seas of Cheese had more, in my opinion, hooky... You know, Tommy the Cat was very well, okay. Yeah, now right. to back up, this came out in '93. Y'all remember what happened in '92, right? The great Nirvana upset of the world of metal, huh. right? The shot heard around the world. Not, that's not referring to the shotgun blast, dude. But these guys weren't metal. Killed him, but no. But I'm saying, but what I'm saying, though, after kind of, all that Nirvana shit, because yeah. they were already probably trying to claw their way into the metal category. To yeah. be accepted anyway, and then Nirvana hits, and suddenly it's like, no, nah, everything's uh, grunge now. Where do you fit? No, you don't fit. Your papers don't work here. Get the fuck out. So maybe in '93 things might have changed musically, the landscape anyway. Oh, I remember the video was badass. He had a big old chaw. Oh, for yeah. tobacco. <laughs> for my name. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think we definitely have to got to hear that one. I'm trying to remember what some of the more standouts. I just want to watch him play one. that bass line, to be honest. Yeah. It is well, pretty much three videos. Oh, he continued the Fisherman's Chronicles. See, that's cool. That's yeah. progressive as fuck. When you mm-hmm. actually continue a theme across albums, that's hello, Mister Crinkle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what else I remember. I kind of remember DMV had had like a really crazy baseline to it. I need to give this album another listen because I may like it more today I might need than to just I did. Go rebuy it. Well, well fuck I mean? it. I'm gonna go buy the whole catalog or now. I guess what do the kids do today, Bill? You got a daughter? What do they do? Download? You stuff? stream that shit, bro. What like you don't? Uh, no, but, I mean, yeah, you pay for streaming subscription somewhere, wherever it is, and the artwork just floats out there in the universe, and you never get to and look then you at tell it. Tell your device it. to play whatever it is you want. You want to fucking hear? What do you want to hear? Your device says, "What do you want to hear?" Button. And I tell my device, "Bitch, right. play Crazy Bitch" by Buck Cherry, over and over. <laughs> 
Until that Especially Adderall, when she's a Defcon 3 level cunt. Until the that Adderall that snorting woman <laughs> Adderall snorting runs out of the building <laughs> pulling her hair out. Adderall snorting woman. That's great. Oh. That sounds like a country song, doesn't it? That's DMV, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. a killer bass song. This much better now, even than I did. It's almost like two drummers. Thirty years ago, yeah. Oh, fucking really shit. Is. It's like corn. Yeah, corn's the same way. Yeah, really percussive. Actually, bass. this was twenty-nine years ago. That's still ridiculous. Yeah, didn't that blow your mind? Like I remember every day buying it <laughs> every fucking day. Uh oh, is it? Is it? Is but then it, my knee uh, looks up and reminds me, yeah, Master of Puppets was written forty fucking years yeah. ago. <laughs> or whatever. Thirty-six, 36 years ago. Yeah, thirty-six years ago. Why? It's a long time ago. Holy shit, you know what? I just thought about something. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. What's she look like? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Oh, sorry. Need a Strauss? I was <sighs> no, no, I was going to say it's... Uh, oh, okay. No, it's, it's, it's a, it was a, <clears throat> it was a black album reference, and I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to I withdrew my comment. Good. Sorry. Bill's like, like, I'm going to trash this whole fucking <laughs> thing. Erase, delete, <laughs> fuck off forever. You guys want to hear something else off of this one? I do. My name is Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta hear that. Yeah, you know, you know what I noticed about the production on DMV? It seems like the way his bass sounds, even the clean sound, like on that. Yeah, it had like a really spatial sound. You know what I mean? Like just big. I mean, I've never you know looked at anybody. Never like she looks very spatial. Well, you know what I'm saying? It just has that sound that's just very. It's a very full, big sound. Grande. Yeah, but. That's sick. And it's like an extra drummer. It is. It's like the Alma Brothers of metal. He's an extra kick drum. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. 
bass and a fractal now. Ah. Probably the best fit for his style. fucking heavy it's just so ugly yeah but yeah. it's beautiful yeah. you know it's ugly but it's it's supposed to be well there are things like that in life there are things right. that can be ugly, beautiful in their ugliness duck duck bill platypus you know well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Harvey Weinstein. I mean, look at him. Oh, he, stop. Well, look at the dude. I mean, look at the movies he's put out, dude. You've seen Powder, right? Not cocaine. I'm talking about the movie Powder, yeah. right? You've seen it? Yeah. I mean, you know, Harvey Weinstein looking like he does and doing what he did. He put that movie out. That was a thing of beauty. So what I'm saying. Actually, he had some really good movies, he too. Did. Okay. So you know, his, <laughs> his, his ugliness is almost sort of evened out by the beautifulness of what he put out. Wasn't so. all the, like, uh, some of the Tarantino films, like. Um, I don't know if he co-wrote, co-worked with him on those uh, or not. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Dang old, dang the production old, company mind. or the, the, the cinema release the, company. The Publishers Clearinghouse yeah. Release Company. Yeah. That was popcorn you know. ASMR courtesy of Russ. Okay. And <laughs> now, but now beyond. Okay. Wait, you wait. are welcome. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to take my fucking no, shot. Be, that shit will uh, be cut out. I'm going to shoot my shot right now. I'm going to mix it in so it's like you can't cut around it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can cut around it. Now beyond pork soda, I'm kind of. I got. Oh, that's um, a shame. Tells from the punch bowl would well, be. Like, I got Miscellaneous Debris, which was like an EP that came out, I think, before this, or might have come out between Sailing and Pork Soda. It was like an EP. And I had that, but that's the last Primus thing that I got. Tells from the punch bowl was really good. The video. Was that for, the one that came after this one? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Sorry, was that the one that came after this one? Tells from the punch bowl. Yes. Yes. Was after okay. Port Soda. Yes. Yeah. 1995. That's what I said. That's what you said. The and fourth this was. studio album, <laughs> 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 And this was the last one I bought. No lie. Really? Yeah. Well, again. I my, stayed with him until 99. <laughs> Look at that first track. <laughs> if I can play it, it's amazing. Well, play a moment of it. It's a seven minute long song. Professor Nutbutter's House of Treats. Mm-hmm. Mark the time. Mark the time. Mr. Well, I wonder if Professor Nutbutter knows Winona. Surely he must. Surely. If I remember correctly, I think this might be a... Soft intro? I think so, but we'll, let's check it out. Seven minutes and 12 seconds? Well, the, eh. the first one off the new album that we played, that we opened with, it was a long one as well, so... That's what she said. This, is a, this was a good CD for sure. I love the album. I love the song titles. It's like anything, you know, Les Claypool could just write a book of just Les Claypool they're stuff. They're all children books, so they're very kind of. But right. if you listen to the content, mm-hmm. very adultish. Oh, agreed. It's just the way it's written. The presentation's beautiful, yeah. though. Yeah. Their videos are great, too. Is this the professor? Nut butter. Hey, how about that? I fucking nailed it. Professor Nut Butter's House of Treats. What do you want to hear? 
that's what rock and roll is all about. This is a good album. Almost sounds like the beginning of Back in the USSR. Mm. thought about his bass as like an extra instrument before kind of blows my mind and now that i'm listening to it in, in butt vision which is what hindsight is right now that i'm listening to it with butt vision it's like fuck i could see it so it's almost like it's like having an extra drummer and an extra bass player because well, since he's so far up in the mix that adds to it he took flamenco guitar lessons as a child that explains where a lot gets, about his style yeah that's where he gets the strumming oh cool oh, damn, so when man. you watch him play He's, yeah, that's yeah, how he plays. He's got it's the weird. Same, it's hops it's of not, his fingers yeah. and his it's thumb. The, it's yeah. the same. I think what they call it in the biz, you guys, is... Uh, I love the helmet. No. <laughs> Close. It's proper fingering. Ah. And ladies, yes. if you'd like to know what that's like, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. Gross. Oh. But yeah, he took Flamenco guitar lessons. So when you watch him play, all that strumming is coming from the top... Of his fingertips, yeah. you know, you know, then you know it's, it's really cool. His, his yeah. fingers must just be nothing but calluses, right? All over, all four, yeah, yeah, all around. So for any girl he's with, it's like you know being fingered by a concrete dildo factory or something. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> factory, <laughs> even. yeah. Well, that was really cool. I mean, that was definitely a killer opener. I'd not heard that this. Quickly. This oh, you haven't heard any of it. This oh, is all should. new shit. Well, I've heard Winona. Sure, sure. And I'd like to hear that, but you should definitely look. Get we gotta hear Winona just yeah. for the, the I'll shits be, and giggles. I guess I'll be downloading a fuckload of stuff when i get home yeah this is i mean in the next like i said the, the next two discs are awesome as well the new one I'm not, i get already i'm not as familiar with 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 the couple that after after 99 okay i mean i've listened to them but i'm not i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't purchase them and listen to them over right, and over like right, i right. did you know back in the day obviously CDs. they've got the track record i mean it's like he puts out consistently good shit after 100%. this album don't forget he started making like a weekly paycheck from uh, South Park. 
Oh yeah, they started around ninety six ish. Ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So fucking after this, dude, it was that was just when like, I was in college. Right. What is getting a piece of paper that's absolutely fucking I'm not worthless. A South Park guy, so I don't know. The theme fucking song? the theme Come song. Come on down, South Park. Oh, won't yeah, you yeah. That's, that's <laughs> fucking. That's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that completely. <laughs> yeah, that's like his Christmas bonus every year. That completely yeah. fell out wow. of my, my brain. That's awesome. Uh, I'm surprised well, he good for him, man. I'm surprised he, he doesn't live it. on that. Fuck yeah. And you know, Matt and Trey just signed a $900 million deal. Holy shit. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously? They just signed a $900 to keep million. Going? Say it. A 10-year. 10 10-year, $1 billion contract, <laughs> yeah. Russell? Is that what you're freaking saying? Yeah. And they still own, like, uh, a majority of their... Um, what do you call it? The shit you buy? The shirts. Uh, the freaking sharks with laser beams Merch. on their yeah. freaking head. Yeah, nice. that's what that's what it freaking is. Yeah, Matt and Trey just signed a nine hundred million wow. ten, ten year deal with Comedy Central wow. to keep it going. Sweet. Yeah. I guess in a way I could I, And they're the most politically incorrect show I know. ever. <laughs> that's probably why. It's like, all right, bitches, y'all want us? This is our price tag. <laughs> yeah. I kinda wanna know was how about the Winona, the video? The video? Yeah. Is that uh I remember it was weird. I remember I think I saw it one night. I woke up from an acid trip and I was like, "Wow, that looks weird." They're I'm all still like tripping. figurines, and so they look like yeah. mannequins, kind of. They look like they're in like. A, have you ever seen the movie A Scanner Darkly? Yeah, it no. looked almost like that. No. It's very trippy. I've you never should seen that. You should go see that. It's a Philip K. Dick okay. based movie. It's uh, based on the book A Scanner Darkly by Philip K. Dick, cock. not cock. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. It's like LSD <laughs> in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that guitar. I used to have that guitar. God, I wish I still had it. That is a Gretsch Tennessee Rose. Like if there was like spooky horror music playing... This, this would be, be terrifying. Be yeah. Horrific. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish I still had a guitar. God, I wish I had some acid. Wait. I know a guy. You know a guy. Right. <laughs> we'll call him at the break. <laughs> then we'll replay this and do it all over. Follow the bouncing ball ASMR. Recognize that smell? Smells like seven layers. That beaver eats Taco Bell. <laughs> The lyrics. He's playing a Fender Precision. Plus, the music is so unique and. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like that. I wish I still had. I'm there riding a little (laughs) Kmart horses out front. (laughs) Cars, any candy up his nose. The beat was quick and grabbed by the keys and he pissed for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, guessing, gets I'm guessing that's code for one known as probably a uh, professional lady. I'm thinking who so. Probably does not maintain her moneymaker. But that beaver was quick, grabbed by the Kiwis and he pissed for the a week. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the it, Kiwis. It never gets old. I was gonna say, if your balls are that big, you might want to consider seeing a doctor, folks, because I mean and they're fuzzy like kiwis. Yeah, but they're not that big. I mean, if my balls are that big, I'd be like, I'm going to the fucking doctor because I can't sit down. 
And you don't want to sit down on your balls. That's, oh, that's, that's a problem when you get older. Well, you know, our younger listeners, they don't understand yet, especially oh, the will. ones that don't have balls or dick. But for the younger guys who are, <laughs> Buy you know, the gold bond. where their balls are still like a, a perfect, like, gold a, like a racquetball. Tighten them up. Well, young guys have like a, I know this sounds gay as shit, but I got to say it. They have like a scrot that, that it looks like a fucking racquetball shape wise. Like it's nice and round. Ours starts to look like a dangling tea bag with like weights in it. So how do like you know what these shot. young guys' ball sacks look I remember like? what mine looks like, dude. It's okay. like in a playgirl. I've okay. got... I don't know what that is, dude. I'm just talking about my balls. When I was younger, they were kind of taut, tight, you know, and then as you get older, they get to where they hang so low you can possibly sit I on them the and create injury. Yeah. I know I know what he's going to put in next. Right. What's another one on that one oh. you think that was... Or was that a... I mean, what's good about Primus is... Because that was the last one you got, right? No. This one? Oh. No, no, oh, no. you're up to the next one, okay. No, and, and the one after that, even. Mm. Even? No, what's good about them is is their album listeners. It's like you... Like full album yes, piece, not yes. like not like song, song, song? song yeah, not song, song, So context-wise, you really ought to just sit down and put on their headphones and just... Enjoy. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... <coughs> those are the best. I mean, you, you could shuffle their whole catalog, and it would be good, but... It's, in my opinion, it's better to understand the album first, and then yeah, you can cool shuffle. Enough. You know what I'm saying? Because usually, it just seems like their albums have a specific sound. Well, they have a, a theme, a, I think, and a specific theme. Every because every like anything off Pork Soda, like you couldn't imagine it on. You know, not not to bring Metallica back into it, but it's like Here you know, but you couldn't adjust the song just wouldn't fit on Lightning because they're very much album oriented. So I guess yeah. like with Primus, it's kind of like okay, well. Yep, that's from the Seas of Cheese era. Yep, that's from the Tales from the Punch Bowl era. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. But but they'd still be all awesome. It's just you could see the progression that being as said, an artist. If you just hit shuffle as an artist, it's going to be good. Okay. See. So the Shoufflé is still still yes. excellent. So what was after um, uh, after the Punch Bowl? Was that Andy Pop or the Brown did, album? I think it was Brown. Did you want to hear something else after this one? Uh, or you just want to go? I almost want to. I mean, are we eighty-eight? Are we eighty-eight hours yeah. in? Yeah, we are. Only nine. Oh, we're only nine hours in. Fuck it. We get. Let's just let's yeah. dive on the rest of this one. I almost want to. You know what? Let's go to the Brown album because I almost wanted to make a Black album reference so bad earlier. I could taste it, and I was like, you know what? I'm well, not going to fucking do it. You can make a Black it. album and a Brown album. Fuck reference. yeah, dude. Hold on. What yeah, was the fuck. date? If it came out on August twelfth, it's, it's fucked. Okay, did no. okay, cool. Came out July eighth, ninety seven. I was worried it came out. <laughs> Any, I have to tell. I have to say this right now. I have to say this right now. Any band out there, if you're listening, uh, doesn't matter who you are, how big you are, whatever. If your album came out on August 12th, you automatically get Black Album reference checked to it. So I mean, it's it is what it is. I'm sorry ahead of time, but um, that is what it is. But the Brown album, by the way, did not come out on August 12th of any year. Came out July 8th. How do you think this one? How do you think this one progressed from where they were? Do you think they just kind of kept going down the weirdness rabbit hole, or do you think they, from your thinking back, um, while Russell's outside? Yeah, this one high. was a, this was a, a little bit different, but it seems like all of their albums are a little bit different, yeah. but a little bit the same. At, at, right, as, it's still as weird as weird as that sounds. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's still their personality, right. it's them, right? But it's like there's a different theme to it, kind of like with. Kill them all, lightning, yeah. puppets, justice, yeah. the album that won't be named ever again. 
every album's got something. So I get that, the whole theme thing. Yeah. But I still get to where it's like they still sound like them. And obviously, I guess as they tour and as they get bigger, they probably get better production, better yeah. budgets, better studios, better microphones, better picks, better cables, better better whatever, you know. I like this one a lot, and I like the, the Antipop as well. I like that one yeah. as well, the next one. Let's True. check out some uh, fisticuffs. That sounds good. Can't wait to hear Russell's feedback on this. has a doomy stoner kind of vibe to it. Sounds very retro. Yeah. I dig it. Sorry, Russell, we're on the Brown album. still sounds like Primus, but you can tell it's a different group. Lyrics yeah. are fucking yeah. dark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I really realized how dark some of their lyrics are. I mean, Winona was obviously about, well... It's humorous. You know, I know, but it's just the vibe of it. It's just like that one sounds like he's talking about someone who was murdered because of a you know loose cannon, I guess, who used to get in bar fights. Right. Just the, I don't know, just the intensity. I can't so, remember the name. Shake Hands with Beef. That sounds the- like what I do. Pretty much every day. I'm sorry. You can't remember the names. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, technically, if, if if I'm jerking off, I'm technically giving a man a hand job. Am I not? And technically, it's, it's not gay. Uh, if, I love that. I'm giving another man a hand job, and that other man is me. If so, you sit on your hand and it goes to sleep. It's a stranger. That's fine. <laughs> a that's stranger fine. in the tub. <laughs> 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 that cracked me up on the last one, man. Mm. Is this shake hands with beef? A double track bass. It's fucking heavy as shit. What track is this? Shake hands with beef. Five.
it's just kind of sick. It's almost like they're clipping on purpose, like with the drums and yeah. everything. It's yeah. like it's like it's noisy. It's got that very over loud, almost seventies production. Yeah, like yeah. super super loud production. I like okay. that. Shake hands with beef. Yeah, that's, that's my cool. new personal motto. I'm gonna tattoo that on the inside of my eyelids. So every time I blink, I'm like, oh yeah, good trick off. Nope. Shake hands with beef. It's the Vienna sausage down there. Just shake hands with. Speaking of tattoos, we've been on a Ink Master um, fix. Have y'all you ever watched that? Uh, no. It's a Dave Navarro yeah, show. Yeah. All right, yeah. He's 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 weird looking to me. Does he have like too many tattoos? No, it's not. No, it's, it's not just that. Him. He's just got a. It almost looks like a creature. Yeah, man, I can't, yeah. I can't figure it out. I don't. Aliens. Well, he's fifty I mean, something. Yeah, and he's cool. He's a cool guy, or whatever. Yeah. But MG's like, why about, can't you dress like that? Because I don't look like that. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's not who you are, Russell. Why yeah. can't you dress like that? Well, she thinks he dresses cool, and I'm like, eh. yeah, you know what? It's called style, and that's his own style. <laughs> but I would, su- I would strongly suggest watching season eight oh, of. Season eight of the, okay. yeah, okay, sorry, I'm going to tattoo a little, little interjection here sure. in the middle of the episode. That's okay. All right, what I like about the show, you see some really talented fucking people. Sure. Like, their talent, their level of talent of being an artist and being able to put that shit in the skin is, yeah. like, insane. But when a hot chick does it, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like Nita Strauss on guitar, you right. know what I mean? The whole thing. And there's this sleeved out girl who... Normally, I wouldn't like uh, say this incorrectly. Um, sleeved out girls ahead, are I'm not always the hottest thing in the world. Okay, I was gonna say this something one close. is Sometimes like they are. fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's hard not to yeah. look at, you know. Yeah. And she's a badass. Like her fucking tattoos are ridiculous. Like I would just like later. I'd, I'd, I'd get fully sleeved out. Yeah. You know? Okay, I'll, I'll go yeah. ahead and say it. Yeah. I can appreciate like. One thing I have no appreciation for is people who have tattoos by artists that look like developmentally disabled children. Uh, I can't deal with that. I'm the like, comedian, you don't need to have what's tattoos. his name? Um, uh, Dating uh, the fucking. Uh, God damn. Dating the fucking. Dating the chick, uh, the Kardashian. Uh, Davis. Oh, Pete D- Davis. Uh, Pete Davison. Pete Davison. Davison. You yeah. seen his tattoos? He's got some weird ones, dude. Man. He looks like the desk in the back of the detention center. Yeah, in high but I school. think I think he's also I think he might actually have a psychological thing. But my point was is that <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm probably one of the only people on fucking planet Earth that does not have any fucking tattoos. That's cool. I, I've had my I share of body modifications enough, right. for medical reasons, right? But the one thing about tattoos that kind of makes me a little crazy. Right. It's like taking your yeah. kid's shitty artwork and putting it on the outside of your fucking house. Well, that's what, that's what it reminds did. me of. That's what he did. And it, it just, it seems ridiculous. It's like, imagine getting like a BMW or like a Lamborghini and then fucking just keying it and putting gang tattoos. And I hear what you're saying. Tags I mean, and shit. It's just silly to me. It, just just, just anyway. for shits and giggles. Yeah, those uh, are weird tattoos. Uh, uh, hit the search for Ink Master. See if they show the... 
Uh, you have to see the full. Oh, I know. yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah. 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 And here again, I can appreciate brilliant tattoo art because I've seen some that has like depth to it and shit like that. That's the thing. When you see someone that's just covered and it's yeah. like their whole body is ink, to me, it's just like, what the? Just, oh, you don't like it? Oh, it's I, just like weird. It. I like it. If you're I kind of like it. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> if you're going to do that, then get like permanent body paint so you can walk out of the house nude, even in uh, fucking winter. And you a, can just be like, I'm wearing a fucking tuxedo. Check me out. Man. Everybody's got their own thing. I know, man. I'm just Everybody's that normally that. doesn't do a whole lot for me. I'm just saying. That one does. <laughs> I'm just Sorry. saying, ladies, yeah. if you want Matt's right, uh, unpopular <laughs> opinion, you're less hot with tattoos. That's just my unpopular opinion. <laughs> and if you want to give us some hate mail and direct it at me, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. Jesus Sorry. Christ. And All deep right. up. And, and tip up October 99. Right. So this is close to the end of the world as we knew it, or at least what we thought. Y2K. Yeah, Y2KY. Ha! That's what it turned out to be. You don't remember that? It was Y2KY? Kentucky Jelly? No. It's popular there. KY? I mean, Kentucky's popular for like baseball bats, chicken, and their jelly. That's really all Kentucky's popular for. Their jelly is my favorite. Chicken's like number two. This is another good album. What's a, what's a personal pick for what's Russell? Are you familiar with I am not. That's okay. why we're having to go with all right, Williams. Uh, let's go with Lacquerhead. Yes, sir. Uh, that sounds like a good one. Ooh. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a couple we got to hear on here, though. This There's one's got Fred Yeah. This one's got Limp Biscuit on it. It's got Tom Morello and Matt Stone. Cool baseline. Song. That is red. Oh man, I got shopping to do when I get. Yeah, that's a good one. Look at this shit. Uh, Stuart Copeland, that's fucking police, Holy right? Shit, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Matt Stone from South Park. Oh. Right? Tom Morello. Tom yeah, Waits. That's not all John Waits, but. Tom Waits. All-star cats. All-star cast. This is a good album. It's easy for you Sorry. to say. Dyslexics of the world. Yeah, look at you, and Mike Russ. Untie. <laughs> With that tongue that tie. Shit. That was a shit joke, man. That was like, that was a terrible joke. Sorry. What, right. what are we going with? Let's see. You want to do Any of the, those look tasty to me. The Tiddly, or do you want to do... Play the Tom Morello. Electric Suckle, Uncle Sam. Electric Uncle Sam. Ele- I don't know. Electric Suckle Electric sounds like a pretty Uncle good... Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. The titles look great. I, I almost. I got to hear that. That Stuart Copeland one looks ridiculous. Dirty Dr- Drowning Man. I'm good with that. Now oh. I'm wondering if this is like guest musicians good. or is it? Can we scroll down a little, Billy? Is this guest musicians or just writers? Because if Stuart Copeland was, was actually the guest drummer, <gasps> James oh. Hetfield, really? 
Really? Jim Martin from yeah. fucking... <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah! Look at this I shit. I dig Primus, yeah! Jim Martin from uh, Faith No More. He's from Faith No More, yeah! <laughs> ooh! Ooh, Tom Morello from Rage, yeah! <laughs> All right, so Fred Durst didn't Jesus sing Christ. it. It was just uh, okay, producer. So Copeland was a guest producer, okay. Right. But Hetfield played guitar. Yeah! An eclectic electric... Yeah, that's a good. I like I said, the whole album's good. So you want to hear that one? Yeah, surely. Might as well. It's now got I'm, Jim Martin in. Now I'm headphones. titillated. Oh, soft intro. It's all right. I like this. We're only 185 hours in. Relax, it's fine. If you need to go take some more mushrooms, now's the time. song too mm. that means it's progressive and it's long oh that's something else we haven't mentioned uh oh record scratch very progressive band right? yeah, yeah. yeah probably progressive first I think we kind of left that out of our oh, we referenced it earlier it's good Days put together. Uh, sorry, that was me. God of one of these days. This is trippy as shit. I'm listening to Primus and I'm watching Russell's kid solve the Rubik's Cube because he's a fucking. Genius. Listening to that and watching a video of Russell's firstborn solving a Rubik's Cube. You know what I used to do when I was a kid trying to solve a Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Pop those motherfuckers off. out <laughs> and put that shit off. back together. I learned that trick. I'm like, hey, you know how you can solve a Rubik's Cube? How you do it? Screwdriver. <laughs> put all that shit back together. 
she assaulted. <laughs> There's like, a documentary yeah. on, it might be Netflix or Prime. Yeah. Where it's like, there's a whole bunch of kids, like that's a whole thing where there's like events and they go and they're get, they get time. Like present day? Yes. Yeah. And, really? And yeah. they get. Rubik's Cube competitions? Oh yeah. And it's solved in like four seconds. It's like, boom. Really? He can do yeah. four, but we. I mean, it's ridiculous. That was fucking impressive. The video popped seconds? up on my memory. We were on, uh, we went on a cruise in 2016 and uh, on back to the, Russell's reflections. Yeah. Well, you know, shit pops up on your Facebook memories or whatever. And I did a video of he, Ethan could do it in less than a minute, like two handed. Yeah. He could do it one handed in like three or four minutes. Mark, <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 <laughs> that's crazy. Actually, but even now he was, it, he, it was like, a, it was like a party trick on the bus. We were on going from the hotel to the, or whatever, to the boat. And, uh, all these these people were already drinking like heavily. We were like the little family there, and I mixed it all up and I handed it to him, and he's like, "Okay, now, now I have a theory. I have a theory. That's cool. As a, as a youngster, I it's remember. Algorithm. Yeah, there it is, right there. I remember yeah. if you took there, there was a rule that if you took a Rubik's Four. cube that was already fixed, all sides equal, and if you kept turning the same direction and rotating it that you could turn all the way through it, fuck it up, and come back to normal as long as you maintain the same pattern of what you're doing. Well, it's an algorithm. So he would hand it to me. It's all math. He would hand it to me or his mom, and we'd mix it all up as much as we could and hand it back to him. And he once could, you find that pocket, I guess it's like you know what the progress. So many is. turns this way, so many turns. Yeah. After a while, it goes back to yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there it is, right there. Four point two two one seconds. Holy fucking! Fuck, How is that man? possible, dude? The, the the thing doesn't even move that fast. I know. Yeah, there, it's that's ridiculous. alien jizz right there. Is what that is. They that's, they have to like oil it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no way because it. How does it not? Yeah. How does it not like burst into fucking flames like from the <laughs> friction? Because four seconds. Y'all remember that. I know we're getting way off course here, but like on That's Incredible or shit like that in the 80s where it's like they like incredible. there was a dude who could like Ripley, believe it or not. Well, I remember there was like record shit about that. Because yeah. Rubik's Cube back in the day blew everybody's mind. And I'm yeah. like, okay, who could do it the fastest? And there was like some guy who was like a magician and he could like throw it up in the air and it would come back down and it'd be solved. Okay. Well, I had a book. That I got, you know, when I got the Rubik's Cube, one of my grandparents got me the book or whatever. And you'd flip the page. You turn it this way and you flip the page. Uh, but apparently they shortened that book to, you know, and then I, I'm sure Ethan read it. But, yeah, after a while, he could do the thing. I feel like your kid probably looked at, like, you know, eidetic memory, looked at every page, like, okay, done, done, done. Like the Matrix, like, I know Kung Fu. I know Rubik's Cube. Ethan's kind of like that. That's Especially exactly with world like history. Um, you could give Ethan a ge- geographical area in That's a China. year. In a year. And he'll tell you everything that happened, like major, you know, historical events that happened in That's that cool. area. Or yeah. This he, Ukraine, he Russia just invaded yeah. him a month ago. They keep blowing the shit up, and Ukraine keeps embarrassing him. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. This is the voice of Russ's son. <laughs> Actually, he sounds a lot more like me, but <laughs> poor kid. Anyway, I just made him sound like, but Neo. a lot smarter. I just made him he sound like, like Neo me, from but the Matrix. Smarter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we on? Well, we're up to uh, what are we up to? The Annie Pop, or do we pass the Annie Pop? That's what that we're on. Right. Yeah. All on the Annie Pop. So we just yeah. heard eclectic, eclectic, electric, electric. great Nogahide, Nogahide, green. Isn't a oh, green Nogahide? Fucking my vision, man. Or maybe a Sir Laxers. Whoa, that's a fucking trippy album cover. 
Yeah. That's very trippy. Okay, by this time, I, I was totally, I didn't even have I didn't know they were still putting the albums. Yeah. yeah, well, they yeah. took a, what? Hiatus? Yeah. Like Ten-year. Ten-year. Yeah. Well, that well, might he have been did other stuff. festivals and shit. Yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. Well, yeah South Park, too. He was probably like, y'all take a break. I got plenty of money. Well, he did other, like, he did the Les Claypools. Uh, Oysterhead. Yeah. The Oysterhead thing the, was more proggy. Yeah, he had multiple, multiple, multiple side projects. He had, he was kind of like the Phil Anselmo of like alternative metal. Like he had eight million different side projects. So is her back with him now for the newest? Yeah, for the latest. I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out because I know they never had a falling out. Herb just went on to do like Perfect Circle and uh, other the stuff. Frog Brigade, Sausage, Holy Mackerel. Okay, so he had quite a few other things. Yeah. So that was kind of like the. I don't want to call it Anselmo syndrome, but not necessarily a negative thing, but like going out and doing like a bunch of other side projects and other shit. Funny thing is, which artists do when I mean, they're creative creatures. That's none what of them do. sounded much different than Primus. Huh? Well, <laughs> when it's Les, when it's when it's Les Claypool. Well, yeah. think about it. I mean, when Les Claypool sounds like Les Claypool, right? It's like if you put Neil Peart in any other band, that band's going to now sound like Rush, right? It's just that's the way it works. I mean, it's, if you put James Hetfield in the fucking pop band, guess what? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to sound like my fucking band. Yeah. I kind of missed it last night at uh, our local rock and roll venue, 37 Main. They had a Rush tribute band, which probably would have been a lot of fun. That would have been a lot of good, fun. Yeah. I missed it. Yep. That would have been yeah. a lot. Some of these song titles, you know. I th- oh, God. And last Uh-oh. week. Oh, here's where I'm really mad. Oh. All right. So, you know, the. It's thing- an Oh, God reference. I hope it's yeah, good. Yeah, sorry. Okay. It's, it's kind of cool. Uh, well, kind of sucks, but. Um, you know, I went and did that uh, Van Halen tribute thing at the Ten High a few months back where they did the Eddie Van Halen thing, and I yeah. played and sang, uh, or I sang, um, fuck what I do, Romeo's Delight. <laughs> I sang Spanish Fly, man. Yeah. It's an instrumental. Well, they do these things once a quarter, and then that, they announced that night when I did Romeo's Delight, they were going to do a big four plus Pantera. I'm not sure why plus Pantera, but whatever. Uh, it was because. a big four plus Plus, why not? I would have done Big Four plus Exodus and Testament, but that's just me. It'd be the Big Five or right. Six. But um, so, like, I didn't realize the night that everything the signups got hit. So I would have done Metallica, right? Because I was in a Metallica tribute band. I'd played James's parts and sing. All those got taken. So when I went on the next day and saw that they were taken, the only things left were Aggressive Perfector. <laughs> And <laughs> and war ensemble, mm. and I was like, you know what? I'll play bass and I'll sing both of those. That'll be fucking amazing, right? Cool, right? Yeah. Doing Slayer, I'll yeah. enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. It was Sunday when I went to. Oh no. Yeah. So I had to like bow out of it. I thought it was like at the end of April when they were going to do it, but now it's like I'm really mad at myself. Like, we oh wait, so it. you signed up for it and you missed it because you were because we're on spring break. Yeah. Oh, but aggressive man. perfector. And I was all into it. I'm like, which one are we doing? Are we doing the one from Rain and Blood? Are we doing the- <laughs> <laughs> You well, know what? we gotta do the one from Rain and Blood because that's one everybody knows. I, I gotta I gotta say this, because one time I was at there's a Mexican place that was short lived living across from the Mexican place I go to now by my house. And they had karaoke one night and the karaoke list, they had fucking raining blood. And I, I oh, went up nice. and did karaoke to, like, nobody. There was, like, the dude running karaoke and whoever I was with and maybe one other person. And fucking did Raining Blood karaoke oh, style. Yeah. I mean, how fucking killer is That's, that? Yeah. awesome. It was yeah. awesome. And it was like, Raining Blood! I mean, yes, sir. Totally, totally awesome. You got to. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, so there, uh, just to add on to what you were talking about, and then we'll get back into the premise. Uh, Pylon. Tuesday night, 
every Tuesday up the street, there's a shithole bar we like going to called Shazzy's, and I would tell the owner it's a shithole, and he'd appreciate it. They have Thanks, the be- man. They have the best wings anywhere around here. The, really? Absolutely, without a doubt. The, What's the name of it again? It's called Shazzy's. I'm going to go check that out. I've played there a couple times with, with a couple of different bands, but every Tuesday night they do karaoke, and there's this character named Jim that shows up, right? Jim is um, slightly on the spectrum. Good kid. Oh, Runs the YouTube. He's got 30,000 uh, viewers on YouTube. He Making does, money. He will film himself doing karaoke. All right. Everybody else is in the bar doing like boot scoop boogie and shit like that, right? Boot juice. This Sorry. kid's 23, <laughs> this kid's 23, 24 years old. Hair down to here. Sometimes Jim is Jamie, which is a female, right? Like That's, an alternate personality? Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's different than the spectrum, I think. No. <laughs> uh, so spectrum and possible DID? All a part of the same Associative deal. identity disorder? All a part okay. of the same deal. And we'll, and we'll have a conversation with you about it. And Fair enough. Yeah. Good kid. Good kid. Like him. Uh, her. It. What? Whatever. Them. Jim Jamie is a great person. You're in the South, man. It's them. <laughs> but that fucker gets up there and does like the heaviest he brings in his own karaoke like flash drive and gives it to the dude (laughs) and and play this rain and blood is like the minimal that's like the that's like the aerosmith of his (laughs) hey man y'all want easy listening check out criminally insane man that's my easy listening. no i mean seriously this dude gets up there in like a floral dress and full makeup and will do like pig destroyer <laughs> fuck yeah dude i would i would pay to see i'm that. telling you y'all need to go there with me one night just in hopes what, what, that not, he shows up because what, it's it's fucking amazing what night is it again it's tuesdays fucking tuesdays. it's right here in buford i'm gonna come check it out because i want to come see it i want to come do karaoke and, and the mainstream folks in there now they've kind of come to accept him but at first me and mg were his only friends mm. i mean honestly we we, we endure, endeared him well, yeah. do you think he was such an intense personality that it fucked people up they were kind of like <gasps> what's wrong with him he's different it was the wrong crowd no what he is is somebody who doesn't give a fuck we need more of right. you out there right. like that and it meant so much to me he sets his camera up to film him doing this shit and his personality now it's it is definitely spectrum i mean when you when you're talking everything's white or black you know there, there's autism asmr right um but when he puts his music up there or when he's they in put, the zone when they put their music gets in the zone hairs going everywhere growling screaming it just and it, you know and it'll be right after a johnny cash song or yeah. something you know and it's just it just makes my heart I'll, like, okay i'll like swell i'm okay. just like i'm so proud of this kid and yeah. beyond beyond the the wonderkin of this kid how so are the wings like big and like are they done done like are they oh their fucking crispy? wings are amazing and here's why what do you recommend <laughs> Sorry, I, just Bill, I got a wing. I got a wings fetish thing no. now. I've become like a new wings dude. So Here's what happens yeah. there, and I don't know why any other restaurant cannot figure this shit out. You can make wings crispy without drying them out. Their wings get crispy on the outside, and they're nice on the inside, not dried out. But are they done though? Like they're done. 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 They're done. Done. Like where it's like just before dried out. You right. know what I'm talking about yeah. like well done. Okay. Eight minutes. That's the trick. Three fifty. Eight minutes in a deep fryer. Write that and, down. All right. Here's the big trick. You cannot pour cold sauce on crispy wings. No, no. The sauce, and what I mean by that, the sauce has got to be heated up. Yeah, for sure. Because if you put cold sauce on a nice crispy wing, it makes it soggy. What? Yeah. Okay, here's here's a question. This is a barbecue question, Billy, yeah. and maybe you can answer this. Why can't you take wings, marinate them in sauce first, 
Maybe let the sauce dry and then fucking fry them. You can, but it burns because if that sauce yeah, has any sh- amount of sugar in it, it's going to caramelize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that shit. You just- can do it with Frank's because there's no sugar in Frank's. It's just vinegar. But it, some of the wing sauces out there. Frank's meaning Frank's hot sauce? Yeah. Okay. You're not going to get that flavor that you want yeah. if you're going to douse it in the sauce. No, you can marinate them. What's the point? You yeah. can marinate them. Yeah. Okay, so there, there's a place I go do comedy on Mondays usually. It's called Jimmy Max out in Marietta. And I, I had the Jimmy wings Max. for the first time last week. They were hot lemon pepper. They were so goddamn hot. I felt like I needed to keep like a fucking thing of blue cheese as like lip balm. Oh, so the spicy <laughs> hot, not temperature it, hot. Well, but they were they were hot lemon pepper, but they were flavorful as fuck. Yeah. Like if that if, if that was like a medium sauce, because I've had hot wings before. I'm like, eh, that ain't shit. That's not hot. And I could take a lot of hot. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll start feeling like I'm having a cardiac problem. I'm like, okay, that's is that a problem? Yeah. But this was this was and it was delicious. It was still spicy. It was the meat was well done. It was crispy. It's like so far it's the best fucking wings I've ever had. I'm and telling I, you, you like, like a wing. I like, gotta fucking try them. You like Shazzy's. They're like really fucking, fucking good. A wing guy now. I, I'm like I'm a serious. wing heroin guy. I pass so. like ten different places that do wings to go to this shitty little bar. Well, well, if they got the best wings, dude, I'll, I'll at least trust you for a minute because you did have a barbecue restaurant. And my mother time. had a wing restaurant my entire life growing right. up, so I'm, I'm kind of a I'm a wing snob. I love wings. If it's you're a wing snob, foods. Russell, then I yeah. totally embrace it. But um, and, and I keep saying Chili Bar. I don't really mean that. I mean, like there are nice restaurants around here. This uh, is sorry that was. I'm a me. dive bar kind of guy. Yeah, right. That that's we like my tell. favorite. We all are. We yeah, all kind of yeah, are. That's I mean, kind of my place. Well, I can go in there and put Slayer in the jukebox and everybody's cool, right? Their wings are by far the best out of all the restaurants around here. And I tell them every time I go in there, I'm like, I wish I would go around and teach everybody else how to make all fun right. wings. Well, that's the case. I might go there tonight. Like, I don't know if it's unhealthy having wings like three or four nights a week for dinner. I'll ask Maybe the wife not. if she wants to go. She might want to go. Maybe not. Right, but if they have the thing. best fucking wings you've had, I might have to fucking have those <laughs> tonight. Not not. Who's there? Primus. Primus who? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Primus. Where are we at? Ant, uh, not, we're beyond Antipot. Where are we at now? We're at the green. Green Naugahyde. Naugahyde. See. Y'all know what Naugahyde is, right? I think it's fake leather. This poor little Naugus. They're Naugus. so cute. Yeah. They have to kill all those Naugus to make that uh, car seat. Oh, you mean narwhals? No, Naugus. Narwhal hides? Naugus. Yeah. It sounds like a weirdly veiled racial slur, I think, but I'm not going to say anything. Uh, no, there was a ter- there was a time back in the day when Neil Bur- uh, Bortz first got started on the radio. He did a whole episode on the poor little Nagas and how they were getting killed at these farms to make the leather to make car seats. <laughs> and it was a total, like, it was like an April Fool's joke. What's tragic is the only, the only thing I can do that's Neil Bortz related as far as impressions goes. Cut back up real quick. Is the way he says Belinda. Never mind. Okay. So they got so Jay Lane. Different drummer, Jay Lane. Okay. This is the yeah. only album that he's on, apparently. Okay. So I guess Herb went out to go do other shit. He's in perfect circle at this point. He's in perfect circle. So now there's Jay Lane. Brain and Jay Lane. Brain and Jay Lane. Now I'm going to get me some Brain and Jay Lane. What's the best song on this one? I'm not familiar. Y- y'all want to go by one. title? Fuck it. Let's, let's, let's go just by t- Titly only because. We're, we're unfamiliar. How about Jilly's on Smack? That just looks good. And I got a, you know, my foot hurts. So maybe that'll be. Or like Moron TV. I kind of like that one. Too. Both. Fuck it. We could do yeah. both. What's Billiam doing over there? First. Jilly. This is like track seven. So it's deep, deep inside the, deep inside the album. Yeah. 
Almost sounds stonery. It definitely sounds progressive. That's a different mix. That sounds more like her. Yeah, drum wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That bass sound is very mid-rangey. It's very honky. <laughs> honky. Get it? Honky? Sounds honky. Crackerish. Peckerwoodish. Delay. 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 Sounds like he's playing with a bow. It does. darker kind of vibe to it yeah. i just noticed there's fisherman chronicles part four that's awesome <laughs> last salmon man oh and then another salmon men down here that's what's so great about prog bands man they can they can throw in just all kinds of tension well i mean you know what you guys I don't, I don't know if you guys want to accept this or not but i feel like i don't know if this is still rolling with you guys but i feel like we are a uh i feel like we're a prog podcast in a way kind of yeah like, we're kind of doing shit outside the fucking norm of, like, maybe other podcasts. And then our I mean, ADD kicks in, and we talk about ridiculous shit like wings for 20 minutes. That's why we're number two, bro. And that's why that's we... It. Look, I got a meeting with Rogan next week in L.A., and he's flying out from Texas. But yeah, it's fine. He's bringing the weed. <laughs> he knows a guy at a dispensary. Oh, let's try track number two. Yes, sir. It's a networking uh, event, actually. Hennepin Crawler. some odor to it by the way <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he really kind of expanded the limits of his artistic palette if you will 
Well, production-wise, yeah. He's still still an auctioneer, vocally. Again, think about it, though. I mean, every band, and we've talked about this before, it's just like with the whole thing about the... That, that one album, you know, every band as an artist, you're always going to grow. Like we're going to get to the point where we have our black album episode, not our actual black album episode. Uh, no, August. no, no, Russell. I'm talking about the metal nerdery episode. That's like, dude, that was metal nerdery's black album. Totally. Yeah. That was back in August. We did the, black I don't album. know. I think maybe, you know what, you know what I think our doom or Sonar doom volume four was, I think that might've been our puppets. <gasps> I think it might have been. It's way too early to tell, my you th- friend. I mean, it was it was good across the board. I mean, Bill, what? No, that was a good episode. Okay, I thought you were almost kind of like naysaying, like nah. No, nah. it was good. I, I don't even think so. I, no. I, I mean, as I was editing, I was enjoying I laughing and all kinds. whatnot. So, what was the next album after the Nalgahide? Was the Chocolate Factory? Now this. Oh wow. The fun fungi ensemble. That's right. Heck yeah, let's do it. Oh boy, I have a feeling there was definitely some. Rel- oh, okay. Well, it's right there in the uh, on the wiki. It's a uh, experimental rock, psychedelic rock, avant garde. Sounds like a cheese, doesn't it? Let's see, avant garde. So was this a like a greatest hits, or was this? A, oh, this is actually like concept album style. So it was like his adaptation of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, now I'm sold. Now I gotta know. I want to see the fucking titlies. Oh, we got Tim back. Herb's back. Nice. On a few tracks. Yeah. Who else is on there? Oh, we have a vibraphone player, Mike Dillon. We have Sam Bass or Bass. Oh, Les Claypool. On the cello. Plays, tra- uh, plays percussion. Upright bass. On track 12. Some percussion. It almost sounds like Percocet, doesn't it? Like a Percocet was a drum set. A Percocet drum set. Fuck yeah. yeah. Percussion. Yeah. So it sounds like a Spanish Mexican Percocet drum set. Percussion. Oh, uh, what do you want to pick one by a title, Russell? I'm going with the one that's highlighted because it's probably got a video. So There's a couple. Uh, un, numero un, uh, dos. Candyman. Yes, sir. I'm going to trip if that's the fucking old school. The Candyman can. Yeah. That's going to be weird as shit if it is. Sunshine. Yeah, there is a video. You want to watch the uh, video? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuckface. Why I got to be a fuckface? I don't know. I just, Bill said it before. I thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Sensing major relaxers involved here. <laughs> Ooh, a piece of candy. It's a Percocet. Just go ahead. It's fine. God damn, I want to do acid again. Oh, he's got shrooms. Uh, yeah, I want to do that again, too. Speaking of which, Russell, the guy with the candy. Yeah? With, the, with this in it. Birthday's uh, coming up, just so you know. Oh, that's right. Uh. It's a moo cow. It is. Sprinkle it and do. It's fucking Sammy Davis Jr. song. The Candyman. <laughs> what? The Candyman. Holy shit, it is the song. <laughs> oh my god, I need mushrooms right now. 
video ever. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I need psilocybin now, please. All right, you got to watch this video, folks. Oh my god, that, that was, was genius. The candy, candy man. By Primus. Uh, that was amazing. But you're saying that that was the original nod back to the old school. That was the old Sammy Davis song. Yeah. The candy Ooh, man. You make the sunshine. Didn't he have like a fake eye or a glass eye or something? Something like that. I think he also worshiped Satan, probably. But he's dead. Him so and Dean cares? Maybe he's sodomizing. Maybe that's hell. Maybe you actually get to sodomize Satan for all eternity. But his asshole feels like just razor blades. So every time you fuck him, it's like, oh, do I have to? You think too dark, Russell? I'm sorry. I know you had a vacation all week and you've been in a nice relaxed space. I never exist in a nice relaxed space. Who knows? Maybe we'll get people might start negative following us. We're going to get our downloads back down to zero. <laughs> uh, no. You think? No. Oompa. Yeah. Oompa. Well. I think so, yeah. There's a lot well. of oompas in here. Oh, yeah. I got Wonkites. Yeah. Oompa. Augustus. Augustus. Who, who's Oompa the, TV. Who's Wonka the one that got fucked so up the most? So this whole thing's like yeah. Wonka. Yeah, yeah. How about the Violet? Because yeah. wasn't Violet kind of she a... She was the one that... Turned into a blueberry. She yeah. was kind of like a stage two C word, right? Sort like of. Well, two her, mom, her mom encouraged it. So her yeah. mom was a Q. Yeah. She was probably a K just by heredity. Yeah. Is that fair? Or was she like a C because she was a child? I was thinking C because she was a kid. I mean, but kids can be cunty too, Billiam. Don't think they're they're not exclusionary. Kids are actually the worst. Yeah, that's why I don't have them. If there was a video for this, I think it would give people nightmares. with the song in the movie. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think this is about it. Instrumentally. It's a shouting. Albums and a sheet I'm wondering of acid if this one, have a weekend. I'm wondering if this one will line up with the movie. Uh, you know, fucking a dude, it might. Yes, kind think of about a, it. Yeah, no, well, think about it. I mean, Les Claypool has that kind of musical Mentality. genius mind yeah. where he probably really went into that because the fact that he broke it up with what was it, Violet and Veruca, he had all the different right. characters. Yeah, I almost wonder if it is. I may have to try that. Okay, if you do, call your guy and uh my birthday my birthday's in a couple months just saying it's a big one it's a big one and uh yeah i kind of need to do something uh blow it out all right let's move on yeah all right we are actually four and a half thousand hours only four and a half dude it's fine we can we can make it to six easy i learned how to make tea that's excellent that makes me happy that you say those words (laughs) 
<laughs> did I mention this before? You did. Well, I mean, you did, but you can keep saying that because it always sounds awesome. So it looks like their last official albuma came out in uh, Three 2017. Days after my, let's see, that's after his five birthday. Years ago, that would have been my 43rd birthday. Oh, man. I, th- I think unemployment's really underrated, you guys. I think more people should be. Uh, okay, this is bizarre. Look at the fucking song titles. Holy shit. Uh, tangential tool alert. So Justin Chancellor is apparently the Goblin Master. Oh, that's cool. Which is the narration on track Uno. So you got the original three back together. Well, yeah, Les, Larry, yeah. and Herb. Herb. Tim Herb Alexander. But yeah, the, all the song titles sound like a place and or a destination and or a state, perhaps. The Valley of the Seven, the trick. So the album is called, wait for it. The Desaturating Seven, that's super prog. That's like next level kind of prog, I think. Killer intro. The Valley, yeah, because we got to hear some some toolishness. Uh, that was nice. That's You can do better there, Russell. I'm working on it. I have faith in you. This is the killer opener. Yes. See? There was a land that lived in fear of seven goblins. The goblins fed on color. They prowled the valleys and climbed the highest mountains looking for rainbows. And when they found one, they caught it in their lassos and sucked the colors out of it. Filling their bellies with its bright liquid. Only one place in the land had never known goblin fear. A hidden valley called the Valley of the Rainbow. <laughs> it's a hidden valley? Arches of color were born. Like ranch sauce. Yeah, yeah. man. The animals lived in paradise. Man, I like ranch, man, with animals. It's delicious. Don't you? Like chicken? Yeah, man. Ranch. Those are my favorite animals for ranch, man. Is, oh, holy shit, man. It's a ranch dressing. Every time they ask you, it's like, you want rainbow sauce? Fuck yeah, I want rainbow sauce, goddammit. Give me some. Come on. Oh, the yummy, yummy sauce. I mean, what do you think, Billy? Rainbow sauce? <laughs> Come on, man. That's a bright base. Such the ground. 
feel like I have the right relaxers for this. Yeah. That's I always like feel it. like we need to move on to like the scheme or the dream. Or... I was even thinking the ends. I'm curious to see. Well, I guess that would be too bookendy. Let's try number deuce first. MC Tunnel right. Choice. Seven. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that sounds like promise. Oh, that was cool. Seven four. <laughs> Took me a minute. I was like a seven. Okay, because I remember cool. eleven from C's of cheese. I'm like, okay, is he fucking? So with that's us why it's called the seven. Hey, we're just gonna name it after the time signature. They'll never figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and we were cool. fucking high on mushrooms the whole time on drugs that are more dangerous than Burke said cocaine. All right, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Drugs aren't dangerous, yeah! Ooh! Jesus. Sorry, too much. Dude, I was off the mic. It's not like I was We're like, seriously yeah! two hours in. We're like 88 and a fuck. Yeah. We're like two millennia in. Like, the Lord's going to come back soon. We should probably end because my balls are way full of piss <laughs> right by now. Yeah, I'm already getting screamed at. Fucking, dude, we got another one to go, bro. And wings later. It's We're going to do heavy. wings. It's going to heavy. Yeah, that's going to be heavy. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, for those of you who... If this is your first like, listen, yeah, if this is your we first apologize. Listen, we, have, we have other episodes. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and pimp it. Go check out our Stoner Doom Volume 4. That's like our best episode. That's like our black album, hey, basically. Well, it's really, our puppets. Uh, we're not always We're not always great. We're not we're always great. We're always okay. We're always here. <laughs> we're always here. We're kind of like pizza, sex. We show up. And Mexican food. Even when it's not great, eh, we're not too bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, until the next, we thank you for listening and joining us. Join and uh, us. we're going to leave the Join last word to Russell. Us. It's all you, bro. Yeah. Taking off the headphones. No, right you actually now. got the last one. No. I, no. I made it happen. Oh, I didn't listen. I have to, I have to <laughs> Post production, bro. Check it out. Until the next. Thank you guys for listening. Until the next. We Take love care. you. Until bye the bye next. Hello everybody, this is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy this shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. And you don't want to sit down on your balls. Uh, doesn't matter who you are, how big you are. Rubbed it on my mouth and swallowed it. and That was a big one. Is there like a juicy part that you found that you're like, that's the loin. I know, I know what he's going to put in next. I'm just talking about my balls.
I'm giving another man a hand job, and that other man is me. He could do it one-handed in like three or four minutes. That's alien jizz right there. Is what the thing doesn't even move that fast. Rubbed it on my mouth and swallowed it, and my balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. Oh look. 